listening to The Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood, this is The Local Bar. I am your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you've decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found over on iTunes, iHeart, and Spotify. Uh, spot- we are still working out the issue with Spotify. I've got no idea what their problem is. We are still working out that issue with Spotify. Hopefully, we'll have that fixed uh, this week. Uh, but you can find us in those other places. You can find us on the Twitter at Local Bar Media. Same thing on Facebook. Uh, local bar media page. If you want to send us an email, Chad at local bar media is how you do it. Or you send us your questions, comments, concerns, quotes, whatever else you want to send to us. And um, if you want to support the show, I, some, I've gotten a couple of emails about this lately. So we've we've been using Patreon for for years now. Um, the the Patreon page. There have been some issues with Patreon over the past year. Not not for me. I, I really haven't had any problems with it. But Patreon as a company has had some issues, and there and there's some folks that are that are moving away from that. And some of the some of the folks that do uh, that are patrons of the show have asked if we're looking at doing that. I I have currently I have not, but I've gotten enough concern about that. We are going to do that sometime in the future. Uh, but for right now, if you do want to support the show over at patreon.com slash local bar is where you can go to donate a little or a lot, whatever you feel like each month uh, to help support uh, the show. And um, uh, we really appreciate anybody who does that. And if we do make a change with that, I will let you know. I have a great show. I, I got to do an interview that I did not see coming, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, some of you may have heard of her before. Uh, uh, there's a young lady out there known as Target Tory, who was part of a vicious shaming on social media and uh, crawled like Shawshank Redemption, crawled through a river of crap and came out clean on the other side. Uh, she is a wonderful breath of fresh air and an incredible positive story. We'll get to that here in just a few minutes. Uh, I think you'll absolutely love the interview. I hope you get something great out of it. If you're looking for positive stories, man, this this lady has got it. So um, hope uh, I can't wait to bring that to you. I hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoyed talking with her. Um, I've gotten a lot. The emails have increased. Uh, I can tell people are at home. Uh, listenership has gone up quite a bit. Somebody asked me the other day, I was like, uh, you have any more podcasts? And I was like, dude, we got five years worth of them. But he meant other shows. We are looking at bringing Welding a Family back. You would think we would uh, be able to do that easily, seeing that everybody's stuck at home. Uh, it's a bit more of a challenge than you think. We are actually still looking towards doing that as a video podcast. So um, be patient with us as we get that set up, but uh, hopefully that'll be coming soon. We may just go ahead and start the audio back up, but um, thank you for those who are big fans of that show. It will be returning soon. Um. But but I did have somebody ask me the other day, like, look, I'm stuck at home. I see you got a lot of shows. Sometimes I like your shows. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks. Uh, he's like, I'm looking really for something very positive. Can you point me towards any? So for those of you that are home that want to hear something, you get on uh, iTunes and start scrolling down through everything that we've done. I- I'll tell you a couple that I think. Um, really are very positive and fun ones to listen to. There's um, episode uh, 121 with Shelly McGee and Don Merkel is a great one about your friends. If you're missing your friends right now, it's a good one. Uh, the one I did with Zuby, if you know who he is, the uh, um, act, not actor, about everything else but acting, uh, a guy who is kind of an advocate for positivity on Twitter. He is uh, a self-help coach, uh, a physical fitness coach, and he uh, is also a hip-hop artist. Uh, do I call him hip hop artist? More of a rapper. Eh, either way, that one's a that one's a very good one. Um, the one with uh, Scott Johnson was one of my favorite ones I did last year. Uh, there's one with Jay Miller from back in 2018 that I think is a very good one. And then the the, the two that are great to listen to if you are a um, 
if you are a member of the Diamond Club Media or Frog Pants or any of those uh, the other uh, stations that do a lot of uh, podcasting, I did two episodes back-to-back, one with Brian Brushwood and the other with Brian Ibbett. And um, those two were, were very, very good, very positive, awesome ones to, to listen to. The one with Amos DeSasa was a good one. Mark Rapp was a great one as well. So uh, plenty of great shows. I hope during this time, listen, number one, I really appreciate you coming and listening to the podcast. We really appreciate all the new listeners we've gotten over the past couple of weeks. Um, if you are new to the show, the show was created with the idea of bringing positive stories out. It just Whether it's everyday people or folks that are celebrities or wh- whoever it is, if you go through, you'll see people that are actors, people that are musicians, people that have been on Broadway, but you'll also find my daughter and a dude I met at a bar and, and stuff like that. It, it really is about people that have interesting and positive stories to share. So uh, we, we hope at a time when people really need it that we've done a good job uh, and, and, and we do take pride in the, in the episodes we put out there. So hope you enjoy them. Thank you so much for being here and uh, really hope you get something out of the show. Um, I don't know if you've watched the, the Tiger King thing. I, I know everybody's sick of talking about it. I am, I am more surprised at the people that haven't seen it. If you have not seen this show, you, you got to watch it. And I don't mean just the first episode. You got to at least watch the second one. <laughs> That's where everything takes off. And it is amazing. And I, and I've been, I, you know, I've been thinking about that show. Um, and one of the things that I, uh, there's a couple of things about that show that I, I just can't get over but one of the things that I, I keep going back to is the guy who did the uh, the, the documentary, the, the 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 guy asking all the questions, the man behind the camera, the guy with the plan. I mean, this guy couldn't have gotten more lucky. I don't think I'm going to have him on the show anytime soon. I, I hope he doesn't take this as, as me being too harsh, but it's not like he's a great documentarian, all right? I mean, the, the questions weren't the best. The camera shots weren't great. A lot of it was unethical. And I'm not talking about what the the, the people he was portraying are doing. I'm talking about what he did, okay? Um, there's a lot of it that, that leaves a lot to be desired. So this guy puts this thing together, goes to Netflix. is like, hey, you want to buy this? And they think, oh, sure, we'll, we'll buy it. I mean, here's a little bit of cash. We'll put it on. We'll see what happens with this. Not realizing that the whole world was going to be told to sit at home, dying for content. He he made one of the most viral things. It's, it's, it's just incredible. It's amazing how something can come out of nowhere and give you a platform that you didn't see coming. Sometimes I think people get so caught up in the moment that they miss the platform they have in front of them until it's too late. There are a lot of times we are so caught up in the struggle of the transition that we, we really miss where we can make a difference. My guest this week absolutely did not do that. Um, Tori is uh, from Northeast United States. Uh, if you don't know, we, 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 we recount this very briefly in in the in the interview but let me let me kind of set the record straight here for anyone who doesn't know her she's a manager at target minding her own business going about her day when someone is calling for the manager at the checkout line it's a gentleman who's worked in the new news media he is a blue check mark on twitter um, thinks of himself as a journalist. And really, in all honesty, he's just a Twitter troll. That, that's all he is. Into things for self-promotion. So this jerk sees a display <clears throat> for an Oral-B toothbrush, and it says uh, one cent because it says display written on it. They probably have to do that. I don't know what the state laws are. So he goes up there demanding that there is... There's, Law. There's a law that says you have to sell this to me with what you you put up there. This is illegal if you don't sell it to me. And just filming the whole thing and being just an absolute ass. Okay. Um, calls the police. Has the police come because they are breaking the law at Target? Well, th- th- it's dumb. There's no law that says that. And um, as he's filming, 
she comes over. She's trying to deal with him. It's obvious that this guy is just trying to drag this out and make it a big issue. And in the midst of all of it, he captures a, a screen grab of her that is not very flattering at all and throws it on his Twitter page where thousands of people see it and it goes viral. She mentions in the interview that uh, her manager gave her a shout. was like, hey, you, you may want to check Twitter. And she was number four trending. Think about that. Just minding your own business. And next thing you know, you see you're the number four most talked about item on Twitter. Can you think of how nervous you would be as you flipped to your page to find out what you were trending for? Uh, she had a lot of people reach out to her. Uh, the first lady at the time, uh, well, not at the time, uh, Michelle Obama uh, reached out to her. Um, a, a lot of folks turned around and said, hey, that was a jerk thing to do. You're an idiot. Nobody thinks that's the thing. And why did you try to shame this poor girl? She didn't get caught up in that. As a matter of fact, she laughed along with it and has made something incredibly positive out of this whole situation. There's something about that. There's something about Target Tory and the Tiger King documentary. There's something about that that we really need to pay attention to. And I want to share that with you. But first, here's my interview with, with Tori. I, um, I, I got to tell you, I, I really appreciate her taking the time to talk to me. She was just as nice as you would expect her to be. Uh, and you can tell that she's really got uh, some really amazing things uh, that she's lining up to do with this movement. And I and I, I hope you're able to follow her and keep up with her because I think she's someone that needs to stay on your radar. On your radar. If you're someone, while you're going through this, the, one of the ways you're, you're wanting to uh, get through the situation we're all in right now is finding places to donate or to get active with, whether it's a, a virtual campaign or whatever. Um, if you have the means to do that, I would seriously ask for you to put her group on your list. It, it, it is a it is a uh, fantastic thing that she's doing. So here's my interview with uh, Tori, and I will talk to you on the other side of the break. Wake up, think about it. What's it gonna be? The air that surrounds it is not enough to breathe. The stars that surround you, they fall at your command. The sea, it will drown you and bring you back again. Well, with me this week, uh, is uh, someone who, uh, like like Zuby before her, someone who I've kind of followed on Twitter, and I just decided the other day to reach out and say, hey, would you like to be on the show? Um, I, and, and surprisingly, she answered me back. One of the quickest responses I've ever had, and uh, and a little bit of the, the the show prep for this, I've, I've become even more impressed with who she is, uh, and I realized that I haven't even asked your last name. Uh, you probably know her as Target Tori if you follow anything that she does uh, online. Tori, thanks for being on the show. I, I didn't, I, all the show prep and even talking to you before, I didn't even ask what your last name is. What is your name? No worries. It's uh, it's Italian. So it's Tori Parati, P-E, the double R-O double T-I. All right. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so target Tory is a little bit easier. So it is, uh, it is. Just so so to go through this, I, I you know I'm I, I want to make sure that everybody understands who you are and 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 kind of talking to people before the show. Hey, I'm target Tory is going to be on my show. Some people knew exactly who I was talking about, and others didn't. So there was an incident that happened. You were working at Target, uh, and there was an incident that happened where. A guy that says he's a journalist, he's really more of a Twitter troll, but uh, someone who uh, is not really the nicest person in the world found a display item of an um, electronic toothbrush. Was it a Sonicare? Is that what it was? 
I think it was actually at Oral B. Oral B. Yeah. yeah, one of those like they're very pricey. The display it was marked and it said one cent. It obviously said display. This gentleman goes up to the counter, demands to see the manager, says you should sell him this toothbrush for one cent. When obviously it was not one cent. And as you were dealing with him in your customer service style, he took a picture, probably took a video, and scrolled to find the most unflattering pose of you and put it on the internet, called the cops, was it was absolutely outlandish with it, and tried to basically shame you over the internet. It it absolutely had the reverse effect and uh, allowed for you to be where you are today. Do, do, do I pretty much have the story correct? Yeah, that is the story, which is almost sad that that is the story, but it is, it is. It was um, definitely a whirlwind experience. And honestly, this kind of stuff happens so much more often than you would think, um, which is a lot of people are shocked by, but it's it's true. This happens all the time. Well, one of the things I think is uh, unique, but, but sad at the same time, is the reason why your story is such a bright one and gathers so much attention is because it is the uh, the rare case of something positive coming from it. Now you you have um, you have taken this platform and this this opportunity that you've been given, and you've done something even more with it. So this 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 um, you know this the celebrity status that you were given over Twitter for a little while has has spun into something else. What have you been doing since uh, that? Now, I, I take it you don't work at Target anymore, correct? Correct. I don't. I have left the company and um, people ask all the time on on good terms. Did they fire you? And no, they absolutely did not fire me. In fact, they were really upset that I was leaving. Um, I loved working for the company. I learned so much through them. And honestly, a lot of the the stuff that I had to exhibit during this whole process is stuff that I've learned from them and just how to approach situations and my time there at Target. But I no longer work for them at this point. So okay, but you are doing something with your platform. You've got this Team Tory thing going on. Tell, talk a little bit about that, about what your mission is and what you've been doing lately. Yeah, absolutely. So I, from the moment that this whole you know incident happened, I I saw it starting to grow and grow, and I knew that this was something that I just had to take advantage of, especially because of just the divisiveness that's out there right now. Um, everything is so negative. There's there's the cancel culture. Um, social media is so toxic. So for me to be able to have this platform that I've just been gifted on a silver platter, I mean, I would be so wrong not to take advantage of this and do something positive with it. And so I've kind of created almost this brand of Team Tory, which I mean, it sounds like it's even more divisive me saying you're on my team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right. that kind of defeats the point in a sense. But um, I think the whole concept behind Team Tory is just being, you know, thoughtful and mindful of others and being kind to others. And the kindness and the outpouring of support that's been given to me is something that has changed my life so dramatically. And I feel compelled to make other people feel even a fraction of what I felt. So talk to me a little bit. Let's, you know, we don't have to live through. I don't want to go into too much detail about the, the incident that happened, but I'm, I am curious about a couple of things. So I, I heard, I saw that you did uh, kind of a live stream thing the other night where you, or, or a little while back where you answered a bunch of questions. It was really cool. Very informative. And um, one of the things I kept thinking, though, while you were you know, discussing some of the incident with, with uh, some of your followers, you said that you, in, in the midst of it happening, you're like, oh, my God, this guy's got the phone out. This is something that could end up going viral. It was kind of in your head. And then you said later on about 7 o'clock that night is when you realized that, oh, my God, it actually has gone viral. What, what, was, what was going on when you realized this wasn't just a bad customer service moment where someone was being outlandish what what was the thought in your head when you were trying to process what you were seeing yeah so I was still at work um because I was working later in the evening that night so I was still at work and I got a text message from my boss who had been there in the store earlier that day saying hey just so you know, um, you should you should check Twitter. Um, and so I'm not a big Twitter buff. I've never been big on Twitter. Yeah. Um, social media in general is something that like I you know use in doses. <laughs> um, so when I went on Twitter, I saw that I was trending number five. And oh it my was, god! <laughs> I know. I mean that that was my exact reaction. I mean at that point. 
there's no like it was shock mixed with you know I I can honestly say there wasn't really a whole lot of embarrassment about the photo because I feel like in some ways I just have no shame um okay. <laughs> I'm like you know what that's me you got me at a bad moment you got me um but I I think it was just such shock but also I can't tell you and I can't really explain the feeling of having so many people come to your defense in such a such a great way um it's it's something that you can't really describe to feel that amount of support from people all over the world, you know, not just the United States. It, it reached everywhere and it was, it was incredible. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It was funny. I, you know, I, I saw, I think what I saw, I think the way it came to me was I was looking at Twitter and somebody, and, and what I saw was the reaction to what the guy did. And so I think I saw a news article that said something like, you know, here's this jerk trying to do this to this, you know, lady, you know, it's kind of a, we need to quit uh, treating people like this. Uh, it wasn't so much about it was, it wasn't reporting on the reaction. It was just a, a piece that was a reaction to it. And I saw the, you know, the target Tory thing is, it, it was just kind of a, uh, it became like nomenclature, like very quickly, but people, it, it just seemed to pop up in different articles. Oh yeah. You know, the target Tory lady or whatever. And yeah, then, it's amazing how it's being used in other other areas and other aspects. And sometimes I have people tag me in things on Twitter where somebody else is being abused um, or, you know, there's all these different th things that they tie into, you know, the target Tory situation, um, which has been really cool to see it obviously catch on with people and still be in the back of their minds. And, and that's what I love about it is that people are, you know, keeping this with them. And that's that's what I hope that I can do with this platform is keep it rolling and keep it in the back of their minds. Well, it was it was an amazing thing because one of the things, I mean, obviously the guy was, I mean, it was an absolutely ludicrous argument the guy had. But what, what, what was so bothersome about it is whether it was he was trying to shame you with, with the picture, <clears throat> excuse me, for, for uh, your looks, or trying to shame you for, oh, this is just, you know, I, the, the way he wrote it was like, oh, here's someone who's beneath me that works in customer service. Or, or whatever he was trying to portray instantly turned back around. I remember I, one of the people that I follow, someone who is a, um, I wouldn't say is a celebrity, but somebody I follow on Twitter, is a, uh, was I think it was a comedian, as a matter of fact, put something up one day and it was like, is it me or is Target Tory kind of hot? And I was like, wait. <laughs> The girl from the picture, and so I saw that you had done, you had held up a, like a sign that said "thank you" or something like that, and I was like, "Wow, she is an attractive lady." And and suddenly everybody w suddenly went to that, like it was like, "No, this lady is very attractive. No, she's actually very beautiful because of what she's doing with this." Now look at this. This is someone who understands customer service, and it, and it kind of, it kind of what he was trying to do was the exact opposite, and it and it shone a light on everything that you're doing, um, from. Yeah, you don't look like that all the time in that very non-flattering picture, but you also are doing something very wonderful, and, and this is the kind of caring um, and wonderful spirit that a company like Target would like to portray, that, that, that someone in a customer service-based position like a manager should, should actually do, and it was wonderful to see it kind of just shine a light and become something that was magical. Now that that doesn't happen on its own. There must have been stuff to kind of trigger that. Surely... Part of it was, like I said, people started looking for the good in things. But but what did you see that took this from being something that could have really been outlandish? You know, like a PR company may have said, oh, we don't need this kind of public relations. We need to settle this some other way. Somehow this turned into something beautiful. What What's that part of that story that we don't know that took this from being just a, a, a negative moment and turned it into a very positive one? Yeah, that's actually a really, a really great question. Um, I think that for so long and having so many interactions with people um with them being it, it's so negative and people are always so defensive because of course they're looking out for their best interests i think that 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 kind of wears on you after a while that the working with the public um it really wears on you and anyone that works in any service industry can tell you the same thing it's really difficult to go to work every day and be treated like the enemy by the people that you're there to help and that you want to you know have these good interactions with um i've had you know crazy stories everyone working in retail has had crazy stories i've had a head of lettuce thrown at me um by someone <laughs> that was frustrated oh yeah they they were frustrated because the the line was too long and you know little do they know that we've had call that day 
things that we can't help. There are call outs. We've tried to call in people to, to support or give more, you know, cash open, but there are things that happen in a business and you have to be more understanding of that. So that really wears on you after a while. And I saw the opportunity for me to be able to shed light on the fact that, you know, we don't operate in a vacuum and there are things that happen and that are out of our control. And, you know, we need more support and kindness from others um, in in the service industries. And so I thought, you know, this is, I mean, what better example do people need of being unkind to someone in a service industry um, that could shed light on this and that could bring it to the forefront of people's minds and give me an opportunity to show people that we need more positivity, more kindness. We need to pause before we treat people in a certain way, you know? Are you, uh, are you happy this happened to you? I'm so happy. I think I, I've said this before, but I feel like I won the lottery and not because of the money. I'm so thankful for the money. Of course, I, I wanted to, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Always. My whole <laughs> life I've wanted to go to Hawaii yeah. and I got to do that. And I've also been able to give back in small ways within my community. Um, they don't necessarily, you know, put out there all the time because again, this is just coming from, from the heart and I don't necessarily need the publicity about it. Um, but that's been wonderful. But I mean, talk about winning the lottery, getting so much support from all these people that you don't know when this could be such a, a horrible incident that happened and it could be so shaming and so embarrassing um, just to be surrounded by so much support. It's it's better than winning millions of dollars. It's it's wonderful to hear you say that. It's 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 so refreshing to hear that that's your outlook on it. I am curious, were there days that you had your doubts that this was going to be a positive thing? I think that I've been fortunate enough to have so much positivity still flowing in. There was one day um, where I was still, it was, you know, maybe two days after the whole incident happened and I was still working. Um, there were a lot of calls that were being made to my store, which was really difficult because it's definitely, it interrupted the team a lot. Um, but they were mostly positive, except I did have a couple that were negative. Um, and it was usually people that didn't know the whole story. They thought that I was setting up a GoFundMe for me because I felt uh, bad for myself yeah. um, and was trying to you know, rip people off. So that was difficult because it was really aggressive, but I haven't you know, received any threats or anything like that. I've been fortunate with that aspect. So much support from my family. Um, I have the confidence that I can give to back up. So Oh, well, that's, 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 that's very fortunate. What, so people, did people do that? They, they, there were a lot of folks that thought that this was all a setup. There was a couple of people and I think it's just because, you know, when you hear something through the grapevine and you don't hear half of the story, um, or just, you know, people from their experiences, if you've had a bad experience or you've been burned before in the past by someone that has, you know, used some sort of something against you, I feel like people can issue that we face here is just people being defensive and um, not really understanding the whole situation and they can then turn it into a me against them situation Yeah, um, and that's kind of what happened okay uh, sorry I, we were having a little bit of audio issue there but I think I got it fixed now what okay. um, what um, w w with that I mean you've, you've got the you've, you, you said you did you know there was money that came out of this there was something that you were able to do financially and you've been giving back to your community. And I, I saw a little bit about that. And I, I love that spirit of yours. It's not like I want to show, you know, everything that I'm doing with this. This is not to put me on a platform. This is actually to go out and do something. Um, what 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 plans do you have to keep that rolling? And, and, and you know, like, um, I don't want to it's not like an interview where like, for a job where it's like, what's your five year plan? But but what what is what is kind of a, a longer range plan to keep that that initiative going? YouTube um, and the video on YouTube is basically kind of a really good kickstart into what I want to do with my brand um, and it's kind of transitioning from you know targetory to you know 
now being more like team Tori and I don't know that I'm necessarily going to change my name. Um, I, there's nothing against me using the name target Tori. Um, I think that I want to transition this into something that is more long lasting into something that is more of a brand. And I love the idea of we need to pause in our lives. And I think that that's what we're missing a lot of times in these interactions where we're frustrated and we become defensive and we maybe treat people in a way that they shouldn't be treated. So I've kind of come up with this whole idea of pause. Um, and that's what I'm kind of transitioning over into right now. And I have some great ideas that I'm super, super excited about. Um, I'm going to be posting more on YouTube, probably following up um, with the video that I just posted and put, doing some things for my community and, um, you know, putting out there more of that positive content under, you know, pause. The, for, first of all, can I give a shout out to Target that they're cool with you continuing that name and not making a fuss over that? And I mean, yeah. I, I know you, I know you, uh, I've never thought anything bad about that company anyway, but th I think that is really cool that they're, that they're, they're super okay with that and, and not trying to make some big stink about it. So, um, you said you just, you said you do stuff on, on YouTube. Where, where can people go to find your YouTube content? Yeah. So, um, my YouTube is actually target Tory. Um, so this is something that I just, just recently started. My first video was the, the vacation video. Um, but if you do go on YouTube, you can search viral vacay is the name of the, um, video. I or think I've seen search, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or you can, uh, just search, you know, target Tory, um, and you'll be able to find all the stuff in there. So it's just one video right now, but definitely more to come. Your, your background in customer service obviously helps you, um, not only dealing with people, but probably internally dealing with, with major issues. I, I think I've heard you say before that um, whatever I need, we need to stop for a second and, and what ways can we walk away from here happy? Uh, something you mentioned in, in one of your yeah. videos one time. Um, it, w you have, you've obviously dealt with this uh, challenge and, and, and you're making the most out of it. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, talk about other times in your life. Like, is this something that you've kind of learned from this moment? Was there was there someone who instilled this in you at a young age? Where, where did where did this kind of um, introspective uh, planning and making things positive? Where, where did that come from for you? I think my mom would say that I have always been ridiculously introspective. <laughs> um, I've always been, you know, one that. I, I try to think about things from the perspective of others because um, I know this is going to sound really corny. Um, I've read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and that book, I feel like, really kind of explains the way that I think in a way. Um, it's I, I want to know and understand somebody else's point of view before I try to explain my own point of view because until I understand where they're coming from fully – it doesn't matter what I say. They're never going to understand where I'm coming from until I can speak to them in a way that they can understand through their own lens. Mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. I know that sounds it's a lot of words, um, but I want to first seek to understand somebody else before being understood myself by them, because then I can figure out how to help them in the best way. Right now, there's a there's a lot of people. I mean, throughout the entire planet, we're all living with challenges that we've never faced before. And it, it's very easy to see because of what's going on uh, with quarantines throughout the, the world or shelter in places or whatever, whatever um, situations people are planned with. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the challenges that have popped up, whether it's due to work, whether it's a family situation, the challenges that exist in home that, that probably are being magnified right now because everyone's in a, in a tight place. And so I think what what people are what I'm hearing through emails and what I've seen just in a little bit of uh, and just being observant is that uh, folks really are stressing because they're 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 having to face challenges that maybe they've pushed aside or wanted to ignore and now they can't. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of lift you up here as, as an expert as someone who takes challenges and turns them into something positive. Uh, what kind of overall help, what suggestions, uh, what would you tell people if you had a microphone to the world, which you, you kind of do right now? Not I'm, not I'm not talking about on my show. I'm not giving myself that much credit. I mean, I mean with what you're doing um, to help them face challenges that are in front of them. 
Yeah, I think that there are different, there's, like with anything else, I think that there's a different, um, it falls on kind of a, a line, or you have a, you have a spectrum of the people that are really struggling with this whole thing, uh, and the people that are, hey, I really needed a day off. And people fall anywhere in between. Um, and I think that the people that are struggling the most need to seek help in the right ways. And they can, there are so many opportunities for them to, you know, call up your your pediatrician, your doctor to talk to somebody and, and get a referral. Um, and I think that, you know, and then lower down on the spectrum, those people that are just kind of struggling and feel like they, there's so many uncertainties going on right now. I think what's important is to, to look to, what you have and the opportunities that can come from this whole situation. And we're, we're stuck in a time of uncertainty, but we're surrounded by family and by friends, um, whether it's, you know, through the telephone or you're stuck at home with your family arguing all day long because you're stuck in a, a small space. Um, you know, this is a time to take advantage of being truly almost back in the dark ages and enjoying that time with your family because now more than ever we can really appreciate those little things in life and now's the time to do that i know you've got followers and partners and people that are becoming part of team tory and all that kind of stuff is it weird to suddenly have all these fans it's so so weird. Um, I don't think anyone can really prepare you for people recognizing you, um, which did happen at work a few times, or just people understanding or knowing your name or your story. But it's it's incredible to feel like people truly care about me. Um, and I don't. I think there are so many people in the world that don't feel heard or don't feel cared about. And the fact that I have that is just such a big gift, such a big gift. And I hope that other people can know that I truly care about them too and truly want the best for them as well. I um, There's a part of me, if I was doing a different show that wasn't hell-bent on being positive, I'd want to ask you some of the worst things that you've seen or gotten from people. I, I'm going to stay yeah. I'm gonna stay away from that. I am curious, though, what are some of like the most outlandish things that you've heard from people now, you know, suddenly becoming someone who has popped up into – um, uh, a very familiar spot of our uh, spot in our culture. What, what what's some of the most outlandish stuff you've seen or heard from folks? Oh gosh, um, I've had someone got really upset with me. Um, so there was like a baby cradle that they it was um, recalled and they brought in just the leg of this baby cradle um, that they had gotten like 10 years ago. And they, you know, were really upset that I would not return <laughs> this baby cradle leg. And I said, I have no idea what cradle this belongs to. I don't know what recall it is. I don't know if you bought it here. Um, so there've been like some really interesting, odd things that people have tried to return to the store yeah. that make zero sense. Um, of course, there are the people that are screaming in the store and, um, angry about things a lot of it's it's anger which is why i think customer service is so difficult to work in that's the, that's the most crazy stuff that you see um i've also seen somebody that came in um dressed nearly in nothing um and got on one of our motor scooters this is not something that you should do do not do this but i'm just saying that i saw this happen um came in um got on one of our motor scooters and was driving around um inebriated Oh my gosh. Um, on one of our, our motor scooters with no shoes on and barely clothed. Oh my gosh. What? Um, and I don't, I, and this was not in a bad area. So yeah. this was not, this was like a good, you know, good local area. Um, and yep. Yeah. No, I've seen some pretty crazy things working in, in customer service for sure. How many people that were probably rude to you before, whether it was through work or just in your regular life, as soon as the whole target Tory thing happened, how many of them came wanting to be your best friend or, or, or wanting to, how many old boyfriends contacted you as soon as you became like Twitter famous? That's funny. Um, I think I, a few people have like resurfaced in my life, but surprisingly not as many as you would think. Um, which is, which is kind of cool. I, I kind of appreciate that. I think that it, it's hard now to know what people's intentions are yeah. now that I've, you know, been out there. And I think that's the hardest thing um, coming from all of this. There's, I think there's that not knowing others intentions, but also 
the other hard thing is just feeling the pressure to, to be something. And Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how to juggle. I don't know how to sing. I don't know how to dance. Um, you know, the last dance class I took, I was eight, I think. So (laughs) I, uh, I don't really have some sort of big talent. I'm just known for being the girl that got shamed and then was nice after. And that's Mm -hmm. something that's really difficult to, to keep people excited about and to keep people, you know, I don't want to say entertained with, because that's not my goal. Um, I never want to just be an entertainer that's putting out content. That's not necessarily, um, you know, the best quality content simply to entertain. I want to put things out there that people can enjoy that are, are positive and not just entertainment based. So that's been, that's been probably the most difficult thing is that pressure. Aside from um, wanting to uh, be a kind of a, a positive beacon in a sea of negativity that exists in areas like social media or, or, or anywhere else in our, in our daily lives, what is something that you really uh, that your your heart is really geared towards? Like where is an area of whether it's a, a local uh, part or just in our society in general that you kind of have, or, or maybe not just one, but maybe a couple of areas that you really have kind of your sights set on that you really want to find a way to, to make a difference in? Yeah. So ironically, it goes um, really well with the story. So I was uh, bullied in high school. Um, my junior year, I actually had to transfer high schools because I was bullied. Um, and that was something that was really difficult for me. And I think it it did make me who I am today. I think I'm a lot more confident in myself and in my, in my abilities than I was then because of the things that I went through, but it was really difficult. And I think that so many kids struggle with that now um, more than ever with cyber bullying. You can't get away from it. You can't escape it. Um, they're always there. It's not just while you're at school. It's, it's also at home. Um, so I think that that's something that I'm really passionate about is bullying. And I would love to make a difference um, in the lives of those kids or even sometimes adults get bullied. You know, I've, I've been bullied as an adult and it doesn't phase me the same way it did certainly. Um, but it's, it's difficult when people treat you in such a horrible way when, when it's not deserved. And I hope that that's something that I can make a difference. That I, that is, that is absolutely incredibly interesting to, to me and, and sad in some ways. And um, I don't know, very positive in others. Like, so you've got two instances of your life, not just one, not the one we all know about, but you've had two major incidences where someone has wanted to do something negative to you. One of them happening when you were a child, basically so badly that you transferred schools. And so I don't want to, I don't want to get into any, any detail with that. Uh, there's, there's no reason to, but I'm, I'm curious if in looking back on everything, is that incident and the way you handled it a, a major part of why you were able to handle this incident so well? Yeah, I think it it might be because I think every time that I've had, you know, an incident with a, a customer, I've been able to say, step back from that moment and say, okay, what is what is it that they're frustrated about? Because if I had been able to do that, maybe in high school, I would have had a better understanding and maybe not have been so, so devastated by the bullying and maybe I've been able to stay at that school and endure it and deal with it and handle it in a better way um, than feeling like I had to transfer and I had to leave. Um, if I had been able to, to look outside of myself and see, okay, this person's hurting this person, there's something wrong with them and their life that they're so frustrated with or angry about that they have to take it out on me. And so I think that that could definitely have an impact on the way that I handle all these interactions with guests in this particular incident. You know, when I, when I am, um, when I'm not here saving the world one interview at a time, my, my <laughs> real job is I'm, I'm, a, I'm basically a sales manager. And so I deal with people in, and we deal in the healthcare arena, and, and and one of the things I'm constantly saying is we have to watch our attitude. Our attitude is really the only thing that we can control, and it really determines really how we're going to react to things. Um, you seem like, I mean, you seem like very, very, you're very bright. You've got a good heart about you. You, you, you obviously look for the positivity in things. Um, 
is it is it your attitude? Is that what it is that gears all this? I think it is. I think it's it's my attitude. And don't get me wrong, I'm not happy twenty four seven, and I'm not always positive. <laughs> Sometimes you um, actually do look like the picture. I get you. Yeah. I, oh yeah, it. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think that overall, I want to enjoy life, and I want to be happy and bring happiness to others, and that's something that that drives me even when I'm facing, you know, difficult times or a difficult guest or customer, um, that still drives me to, to make their lives better and to make an improvement in the world because otherwise what's the point of, of being here? I know that's really deep, but what's the point <laughs> of being here if we can't, if we can't make something better or do something good with it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, it has been an absolute joy to talk to you today. I, I have been, I've been in, in, incredibly intrigued with the story just because of the quick turnaround of it but to see you continuing to do something with it and and do it not so much to push yourself forward i mean even in some ways you've been anonymous in and where you you've helped and taken um not only financial um uh, gains and put it towards something but 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 in, in other areas of your life as well and and i and i think you you're doing one heck of a job and i'm, I'm so happy to be able to promote what you're doing on, on this platform so for anybody who wants to find out more about you or what you're doing or just kind of keep up as you continue to ramp this stuff up where should they go what's the best way to get in contact with you yeah absolutely so um you can go to i would say my youtube channel at this point um, would probably be the best way to get in contact with me, which is Target Tory. Or you can also go on my Twitter because obviously that's where all this happened and there's a lot of activity there, uh, which is at Tory, um, T-O-R-I, and then it's my last name. Um, oh, it's at Real Target Tory. Um, Real Target Tory, easy to spell. Um, that's how you can find me on Twitter. Excellent. Well, Tori, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for, for sharing your story. For helping me understand uh, how to spell your last name and what it actually is, <laughs> and uh, thank you, thank you so much for all that you're doing out there. It, it really is great, and it's such a such a breath of fresh air at a time when I think a lot of people need that. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. again to Tori for coming on. Tori Parati. Did I say that right? I want to say uh, thanks to her for coming on. Uh, what a what a wonderful interview and a, like I said before, just a breath of fresh air to talk to, especially at a time like now. Um, oh, if you're new to the show, uh, the music that I use is Don Merkel's. Uh, I was in a band with Don for a couple of years. Still play with him every now and then, whenever he's had too much to drink and makes bad decisions, I usually uh, hit the road and show up somewhere with him. Uh, if you're interested in his music, you can find it on the Facebook. And he's got the YouTube channel, uh, so check out Don Merkel. Whenever uh, the, the coronavirus goes away, probably coming soon to a city near you. Um, he, By the way, his latest video, I've talked about it on a couple of shows, you've got to check it out. So if you're on YouTube, it is called Phantom Limb and the Columbia Marionette Theater. It, it is a, a wonderful group here in Columbia, just incredible artist. They created a puppet of Don. <laughs> the video is, is amazing because I go check it out. Phantom Limb over on YouTube. Don Merkel, uh, M-E-R-C-K-L-E, for those wondering. Um, so the the Tiger documentary, you know, Here's this dude that that creates this this absolutely obscene show um, about these folks that live this lifestyle that none of us can relate to. Um, 
You know, I'll tell you one of the things that I, I keep thinking about as well. He got Carol Baskins to get on this show thinking that she was just going to clear her name or really get the chance to open up and talk about her mission. And he <laughs> he makes her out to be pretty bad as well. I just, yeah, just that show. It's just obscene. It's like watching professional wrestling. But w- what are you going to do right now? Um, overall, th- by the way, some people have asked me what my thoughts are on the show. Um, overall, it's very sad what uh, those animals must have gone through. Uh, I don't know with the fallout from all this, what's going on. Um, but that, that's the one thing I can't get away from. Yes, it's obscene and ridiculous, but I, I just can't get away from from that feeling. But but I'm talking more about the director. And so you got this guy that creates this documentary who doesn't realize the opportunity he's going to have. This guy probably can live on a boat off of Key West now for the rest of his life. Um, he is now going to be, if he wants to do a documentary about something, I'm the Tiger King guy. He, he's got an opportunity here, and, and part of it was work that he put into it, hard work that he put into it to create this, this piece of garbage. But it, it he got a platform that he didn't see coming. When Tori walked into work that day, she did not think this was going to happen. When she hung up the phone with her boyfriend or said bye to her mom and went into work, she didn't think that by that evening she would be the number four talked about person on Twitter. She was just a young lady working at a Target in Rhode Island. It is about as boring as it gets. And here she is suddenly faced with a terrible situation. You see, we can look at it through a different lens because we see that there was a GoFundMe that was put out in support of her, that changed her life, that allowed for her to start chasing dreams and become uh, someone who is helping others in her community, that allows for her giving heart and her giving spirit to expand in ways that she didn't think she was going to do that morning either. But what we can't miss is the moment people are jerks man people really can be jerks we've gotten to a point now because of the evolution of not just social media but how we do anything on the internet where people can become famous in an instant and instead of creating something good they look just for a moment, style over substance, if you will. They don't have to do anything. You just have to say something or be in a moment. And suddenly you're, you're, you get this clout that you probably really don't deserve. But, but we feed it to you because we like entertainment. And we always have. That's not because of the internet. We, we, we fantasize the lives of the people we watch on TV. We think we we think Brad Pitt would be best friends with us. And Brad Pitt may be a cool guy. I think from all accounts I've ever seen, I think he is probably a pretty cool guy. But he could be the biggest jerk in the world. I mean, who knew Kevin Spacey was was from what we've learned, I I think a lot of that stuff got dropped. I'm not talking about the Me Too stuff. I mean, apparently he's a jerk. Like who knew? I mean, Tom Hanks could be the biggest jerk in the world. Again, I seriously doubt it. But in our mind, you don't know them. People do this really poorly with athletes. We think because this athlete is phenomenal, that means they've got to be a great person as well. And in in a lot of cases, I don't want to say most, but in a lot of cases, it's not. We we look at our government officials the same way. You know, we, we have a representative government. But so many times we look at our government officials as if they're experts. They're not experts. They're representatives. They're they're not doctors. And if they are, if they were in their past, they're not practicing now. They're they're not on the, the leading edge of anything. 
they are representatives, but we don't do that. We, we, we feed off that. So what we see on the TV and what we consume, we put into our own little bucket in our mind and we give it a life and a personality that, that doesn't exist. Or we make it our perception. And, and I think that's one of the things that drives me crazy about where we are is that so many people know that, so they go out to try to be famous. They want to make the money. They want to have the clout. They want everybody paying attention to them. Don't get me wrong. I'd love for everybody in the world to listen to this show, but it's not because I want everybody to hear my voice. I'm fine with listening to my own voice. I love it. I just sit around talking to myself all the time. But it's not that. I do these shows because I want you to hear them. And I do these shows and I want you to hear them not because I'm trying to promote anyone or anything except for, hey, here's a positive story. I hope it lifts you up. I hope you take something from it and you become a story that we can talk about on the show one day. That's what I want. And there's a lot of people out there. I saw that, and I hate that I don't know his real name. Jim from The Office has started a good news channel on, I think, on YouTube. His daughters even, like, created the background. Steve Carell was his first uh, interview. It is wonderful. It is silly. It's just a really cool thing to watch for a second that's a cool pick-me-up. I hope it does great. There's tons of people that want to do stuff like that out there. Those are the people we need to prop up. But there are there there are people that do vicious things and we fed into it. But we're starting to see where I don't know part of our entertainment is calling them out now. Or at least a a a, a very large group of people on Twitter seem to do that a good bit. And so here's this young lady who goes to work that morning who's in the middle of an incident that could not be more ridiculous. And she knows she's in the middle of it. And she knows that this could go viral because this guy is going to try to make something of it. And she has no idea how it's going to turn out. You heard her talking there. She stayed vigilant towards it being a positive turnaround. Yeah, she had her moments. Sure, we all do. I loved what she said. She was just a girl that was shamed on social media who was just nice about it. I do believe what I said. There's a lot of things we can't control. As a matter of fact, most of the stuff that happens to us in our life is not something we can control. We, we may be able to steer a conversation. We may be able to stay out of an argument. There are some things we can position ourselves, but we're never in control of anything except for our attitudes. You know, right now, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, and people are shut in, and there's a lot of, there's still the talk about the politics behind this, and that will, that will get worse in a couple of weeks. Just wait. We're still in an election year, folks, whether we like it, whether you're at home or not, we are. But there's a lot that we don't we don't need we don't need to make everything a problem. And it's not like there's not some positive things out of this as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was having a conversation about a week ago and I said, you know, oh, I'll tell you a couple of the positive things I I think are going to come out of this. And the people I was talking to looked at me like like I was insane. I was like, yes, there can be positive aspects of this. I, I'll I'll tell you a couple. Do you think next flu season is going to be as bad? Absolutely not. People that haven't gotten their flu shots will now get their flu shots. Apparently, the world wasn't washing their hands. I don't think a single guy I knew was actually washing their hands because now I can barely find soap in the, in the bathrooms when I go anywhere. People will wash their hands. They'll actually use those wipes on the cars. We'll see that. Uh, Scott Johnson was talking about... Um, uh, living, he lives in uh, Salt Lake City. And he was talking about where he lives now. The smog in the town has dropped so dramatically, he can see things far off that he never could see before. There, there is some positivity that will come of this. 
whenever we're in situations like this, we're finding out which ones of us can actually work from home. We'll, we'll yes, yes. I mean, like uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law the other night. More on that in a second. And he said that um, he's seen in the Northeast the divorce rate is going up because people are, are forced to stay home and live with each other. Um, I don't know how true that is or not. But you know, the other thing I think we're seeing though is families make adjustments. Hey, you know, we always talked about you staying at home. Why don't we look more into that? Now that we're forced to get like a different pattern here, maybe something can come out of it. My my brother-in-law, as I stated a second ago, there is another viral video that's going around. You may have seen it where a doctor comes home from work and his two girls are just crying because he's leaving and they want to give him a hug Um to say bye to him and he's he says i can't girls i can't hug you but i'll be back tomorrow and we'll facetime and it really goes to show um just a different thing that our medical professionals are, are dealing with it they have families too it's very very touching and very heartbreaking video but there's something warming about it as well because it, it keeps us grounded that is my brother-in-law and my nieces in in that video yes they are part of the local bar media family um, no, they're not. They, 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 we're related by blood, not part of the family of networks here. They don't do their own show. Um, but it is uh, it's it's very touching. Um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's been making the round on some news channels too. Um, and I think I put it up over on our Facebook page. I know I, I think I put it on Twitter. I, I'll do that this afternoon. But these are these are the stories, and these are people the challenges that people are having, and, and and sometimes we need to realize that you know what we're okay. You know, for 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 me, I've got people that I work with that are in the healthcare industry that work hourly jobs that aren't going into work right now. Um, I've got neighbors that don't that, that work food and beverage; they don't have a job right now. Things are scary for them. I've got uh, people in my life that have health issues. It's extremely scary for them right now. My wife and I are okay. We've got jobs. We have a lot of stuff that we're worried about and we're concerned about, uh, but we're okay. Family's healthy. We're all doing all right. We're still making strides. We're still able to work from home. Maybe not able to go to the gym like I want to, so that's going to be a problem if this keeps up. But these aren't, these aren't major issues for me. So what I am looking at is, okay, if I'm okay then, then where can I help? If I'm okay and I'm going through this in a bad way, it may not be as bad as some other people. How can I help? I find it extremely interesting and also heartbreaking. that This is not the first time that Tori has been bullied. You, she had been bullied in high school so badly that she had to change schools. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is someone who shouldn't have had to go through it the first time, but to be bullied twice in her life in a major way and still have her head up and looking for the positivity in people every day. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? The moment, the moment at the cash register, the moment right there could have been enough to make her throw her hands up and say, I don't want to deal with this. I'm not going to deal with this. This is ridiculous. Why do I have to put up with all this stuff, with people throwing he like a head of lettuce at me? Why do I have people screaming at me? Why, why am I doing this? She didn't say it here, but I've heard her say it other places, and we mentioned it briefly. How can we both walk away from this happy? Yes, that is a customer service technique, but it is also the, the, the mantra of someone who has their head on straight and their heart listening to what needs to be done in society today. That is someone who effectively goes out to make people's lives better, who can look at it through that lens. Okay, this is a bad situation. What can we do to get through this? And to not lose her spirit and to keep her soul intact for what she thinks is the right thing to do. Ladies and gentlemen, we talk all the time about wishing we could see good news come out of the younger generation. That's it right there. There's so much we can learn from that. Yes, that moment is terrible. You can't just look at the outlook of the outcome and think, yeah, but it's going to be. You have no idea in the moment how it's going to be. Where are you today? We don't know 
where this is going to end. We don't know what the end's going to look like. We may have gotten some validation from our, our work, but we don't really know. There are people that are sitting at home right now dealing with family members that they have major issues with that they've been ignoring, and they don't know where this is going to go. There are people with the illnesses right now that don't know where they're going to go. They don't know how this is going to affect them. And then there are those of us that are lucky, that are okay. But there's ways we can help and things that we can do and good that can come out of any of these situations. It doesn't matter that the moment is wretched. It does not matter that the moment is vile. It doesn't matter that someone is out there and will always be out there to do shameful and horrible things to other people for their own purposes, no matter what they are. None of that matters. How we deal with it and how we move forward does. That's the key. That's everything. Where are you today? Are you struggling? Do you need help? Ask for it. Are you missing people? The phone's there. Most of us have phones. Podcasts are there. Shoot me an email. I'll shoot you one back. FaceTime is there. There's ways to communicate. My wife and I had happy hour with two of our best friends uh, last night. Probably shouldn't have done it. My wife's hurting pretty bad today. Uh, but we, we do that. We did. We had a great time with them, and it was wonderful. Find ways. Are you worried about your job? Ask for help. Don't let your ego get in the way. But are you someone who can help? Is there someone down the street that you're worried about? Maybe just have some groceries delivered and don't tell them where it comes from. Is there something you could do in your family? Is there a moment you can take? Is there a way to better yourself? We're all going to come out of this. We are. Are you going to come out of it the same person you were, a worse person, or a better person? Once you've made that decision, start making the steps. But make sure your attitude's in the right place. You never know when you're going to walk into work and your life is going to change. Oh, you're probably not going to be number four trending on Twitter. No. But you don't have to be. Where are you going to make a change in your life? Are you setting up every day to potentially be the greatest day of your life? If your mind's not right, it won't be. It can't be. So why waste the opportunity? No matter what some jerk on social media does, remember, remember, there is always a brighter day. It's really what you make out of it. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. Yes, we will see you next week. Again, keep an eye on the show. We might drop a couple of extra episodes out there. Patreon.com slash localbar, where you can support us. Go check out Target Tory if you can. Until next week, take care. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com.